today the 15th of july 2021 we are going to read chapter 22 from sai baba's sai satcharita this chapter we will see how baba rescues people from serpent bites and then bala sahib mirikar bapu sahib muti amir shakhar hemat pant baba's opinion regarding killing of serpents preliminary how to meditate on baba no one has been able to fathom the nature or the form of almighty even the vedas and the thousand tongued shesha are not able to describe it fully the devotees also cannot know but only look at the form of the lord for they know that his feet are their only refuge <clears throat> they know no other method of attaining the supreme goal of life except meditating on the holy feet hemat pant suggests an easy way of devotion and meditation as follows as the dark fortnight of every month wears out gradually the moonlight also wanes in the same degree and on the new moon day we do not see the moon at all therefore when the bright fortnight begins people are very anxious to see the moon on the first day the moon is not seen and on the second day she emerges as a thin crescent then the people are asked to see the moon through the opening between the two branches of a tree and when they begin to see through this aperture eagerly the distant small crescent of the moon comes to their sight following this instance let us see baba's form look at baba's posture how fine it is he is sitting with his legs folded the right leg held across the left knee the fingers of his left hand are spread on the right foot on the toe are spread his two fingers the index and the middle and the middle ones by this posture baba seems to say if you want to see my true form be egoless and most humble and meditate on my toe through the opening between the index and the middle fingers and then you will be able to see my light now let us turn to baba's life shirdi have become a place of pilgrimage on account of baba's stay there people from all quarters began to flock there and both the rich and the poor began to be benefited in more ways than one who can describe baba's boundless love and his wonderful knowledge and his all pervasiveness blessed is he who could experience these sometimes baba observed long silence which was in a way his dissertation on brahma at other times he was pure he was pure consciousness bliss incarnate surrounded by his devotees
sometimes he spoke in parables and at other times indulged in wit and humor at times he was quiet calm and at times he seemed enraged sometimes he gave his teachings in a nutshell at other times he argued at length many a time he was very direct in this way he gave varied instructions to many according to their requirements he gave i'm sorry uh, he gave varied instructions to many according to their requirements his life was therefore inscrutable beyond the ken of our mind intellect and speech all longing to see his face to talk with him and hear his leelas was never satisfied still we were overflowing with joy we can gauge we can gauge the showers of rain capture the wind in a leather bag but who can measure his leelas now we deal here with one aspect of now we deal here with one aspect of them was how he anticipated or foretold the calamities of his uh, devotees and warned them in time bala sahib mirikar bala sahib mirikar son of sardar kaka sahib mirikar was mamaldar of kopargaon he was going on tour to chitali on the way he came to shirdi to see sai baba when he went to the masjid and prostrated himself before baba the usual conversation regarding health and other matters commenced when baba sounded a note of warning do you know a varakamai as bala sahib did not understand he kept quiet baba continued this is a varakamai where you are sitting she walks of all dangers and anxieties of the children who sit on her lap this masjid mai its presiding deity is very merciful she is the merciful mother of the simple devotees whom she will save in calamities once a person sits on her lap all his troubles are over he who rests in her shade gets bliss then baba gave him udi and placed his hand on his head when bala sahib was about to depart he again said do you know the lamba baba long gentleman uh, let me read that again do you know the lamba baba the long gentleman the serpent and then closing his left fist he brought it under the right elbow and moving his left arm like the food of a serpent said he is so terrible but what what can he do to the children of dwarka mai when the dwarka mai is presiding when the dwarka mai its presiding deity protects what can the serpent do all who were present there were curious to know the meaning of all this and its reference to miracle but none had the courage to ask baba about this then bala sahib saluted baba and left the masjid with shama baba called shama back and asked him to accompany bala sahib and enjoy the chitali trip shama came to bala sahib and told him that he would go with him according to baba's wish bala sahib replied that he need not come as it would be inconvenient 
Shama returned to Baba and told him what Bala Sahib said to him. Baba said, All right, do not go. We should mean well and do well. Whatever is destined to happen, will happen. In the meanwhile, Bala Sahib thought, let me read that again. In the meanwhile, Bala Sahib thought it over again and calling Shama, asked him to accompany him. Then Shama went again to Baba and after taking his leave, started with Bala Sahib in the Tonga. They reached Chitali at 9 p.m. and encamped the Maruti temple. The office people had not come, so they sat in the temple talking and chit-chatting. Bala Sahib was sitting on a mat reading a newspaper. His uparani, Appadotar, was spread across his waist and on it a snake was sitting unnoticed. It began to move with a hissing sound which was heard by the pew. He brought a lantern, saw the snake and raised an alarm. Serpent! Serpent! Bala Sahib was frightened and began to quiver. Shama was also stunned. Then he and others moved quietly and took sticks and clubs in their hands. The snake slowly came down the waist and moved away from Bala Sahib and it was immediately done to death. Thus this calamity which was prophesied by Baba was, advert- was averted and Bala Sahib's devotion in Baba was confirmed. Babu Sahib Bhuti A great astrologer named Nana Sahib Dingle told Babu Sahib Bhuti who was then in Shirdi. Today is an inauspicious day for you. There is danger to your life. This made Bapu Sahib restless. When they as usual came to Masjid, Baba said to Bapu Sahib, What does this Nana say? He foretells death for you. He foretells death for you. Well, you need not be afraid. Tell him. Let us see how death kills. Then later in the evening, Babu Sahib went to his privy for easing himself where he saw a snake. His servant saw it and lifted a stone to strike at it. Babu Sahib asked him to get a big stick. But before the servant returned with the stick, the snake was seen moving away and soon disappeared. Babu Sahib remembered Baba's words of fearlessness. Amir Shakar Amir Shakar was a native of the village Porahalli in Kopargaon. Amir, let me read that again. Amir Shakar was a native of the village Porahalli in, uh, in Kopargaon Taluka. He belonged to the butcher caste. He worked as a commission agent in Bandra, Mumbai and was well known there. He once suffered from rheumatism which gave him much pain. He then remembered Allah, God, left his business and went to Shirdi and prayed to Baba to relieve him from his malady. Baba then stationed him in the Chavadi. The Chavadi was then a damp, unhealthy place, unfit for such a patient. Any other place in the village or Korahel itself would have been better for Amr. But Baba's word was a command, the chief medicine. Baba did not allow him to come to the masjid, but fixed him in the chavadi every morning and evening, every alternate day. Baba went to the chavadi in a procession and slept there. So Amir got Baba's contact. So Amir got 
about this contact very often. Amit stayed there for full nine months and then he got a disgust for the place. So one night he stealthily left the place and came to Kopargaon and stayed in a dharmasthala and stayed in a dharmashala. There he saw an old giant Fakir who asked him for water. Amir brought it and gave it to him. As soon as he drank it, he passed away. Now Amir was in a fix. He thought that if he went and informed the authorities, he would be held responsible for the death as he was the first and sole informant and knew something about it. He repented for his action, was leaving Shirdi without Baba's permission and prayed to Baba. He then determined to return to Shirdi and same night he retreated remembering the muttering he retreated remembering and muttering Baba's name all the way and reached Shirdi before daybreak and became free from anxiety. There he lived in the Chavadi in perfect accordance with Baba's wishes and orders and got himself cured. One night it so happened that Baba cried at midnight, O oh, Abdul, some devilish creature is dashing against the side of my bed. Abdul came with a lantern, examined Baba's bed but found nothing. Baba asked him to examine carefully all the place and began to strike the ground with a sadka. Seeing this leela of Baba, Amit thought that Baba might have suspected some serpent there. Amir could know by close contact with Baba the meaning of his words and actions. Baba then in the light ba- sorry, Baba then saw near Amir's cushion something moving. He asked Abdul to bring in the light and when he brought it, he saw the serpent coiled up there, moving its head up and down. Thereupon the serpent the serpent was immediately beaten to death. Thus Baba gave timely warning and saved Amir's life. Hematant, Scorpion and Serpent At Baba's recommendation, Kagasaheb Dikshit was daily reading the two works of Sri Eknath Maharaj with Bhagavad and Bhavartha Brahmayan and Hematant had the good fortune, good fortune to be one of the audience when the reading of the works was going on. Once when a portion from the Brahmayan relating to Hanuman's festing. Let me read that again. Once when a portion from the Ramayan relating to Hanuman's festing Rama's greatness, according to his mother's instruction, was being read, all the listeners were spellbound. Himapant is one of them, a big scorpion. None knew where it came from jumped and sat on the right shoulder of Himatpant and his Uparani Appadota. First, it was not noticed, but as the Lord protects those who are intent on hearing his stories, he casually cast a glance over his right shoulder and noticed it. It was, it was, it was in dead silence and not a bit moving here or there. It seemed as if uh, it also enjoyed the reading. Then, by the Lord's grace, Hemadpant, without disturbing the audience, took the two ends of his clothes, folded them, and brought them together, enclosing the scorpion with it. Then he went out and threw it in the garden. On another occasion, some persons were sitting in the upper floor of Kakasab's Swada. 
just before nightfall when a servant crept through a hole in the window frame and sat coiled up a light was brought though it was first dazzled yet it sat still and moved its head up and down then many persons rushed in with sticks and cudgels and cudgels but as it sat in an awkward place no blow could be dealt but hearing the noise of men the serpent went out hastily through the same hole then all the persons present there felt relieved baba's opinion one devotee named mukaram then said that it was good that the poor creature escaped himat pan challenged him saying that serpent should better be killed there was a lot there was a lot in a there was a lot of discussion it was hot between them the former containing the serpents and such creatures should not be killed the latter that they should be as night came on the discussion came to an end without any decision being arrived at next day the question was referred to baba who gave a subtle opinion as follows god lives in all things and creatures whether they be serpents or scorpions he is the great wire puller of the world and all beings serpents scorpions and serpents obeys the mom unless he wills that nobody can do any harm to others the world is all dependent on him and no one is independent so we should take pity and love all creatures leave off killings and be patient the lord god is the protector of all both to shri sai peace be to all om samarth satguru shri sai nadai namaha om samarth satguru shri sai nadai namaha om samarth satguru shri sai nadai namaha